With plenty of bad news, why are experts optimistic about the climate? That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Despite alarming data coming out about climate change, recently many experts have expressed remarkable optimism because of significant trends that could put the planet on a healthier trajectory. To be sure, there's plenty of bad news. 2020 was either the hottest year on record or very close to it. The world's oceans hit their highest temperatures in recorded history last year, and the Arctic is becoming a warmer, less frozen region. However, a new study from the University of Exeter says it's possible positive tipping points could occur, which would cut carbon emissions rapidly. Two trends are fueling the optimism, electric vehicles and power generation. One tipping point could come when EVs cost the same to manufacture as conventional cars. Policies to decarbonize in China, California, and the EU, which sell 50% of the world's cars, could spur investments in EVs and lead to better and cheaper batteries. In the power industry, coal has become unprofitable, and renewables are already generating electricity more cheaply than fossil fuels in many countries. Well-known climate scientist Michael Mann of Penn State expressed his hopefulness that runaway warming is no longer thought to be inevitable, and in Instead, the best available science shows that if we stop burning carbon fuels cold turkey, the surface temperatures of the Earth would stabilize in a few years. Nature is under siege. Insects are suffering from death by a thousand cuts. Those are the words that accompany a collection of essays by nearly 60 experts who are urging people and governments to take action to address the declining number of bugs in the world. Insects are essential to the ecosystems that humanity depends on, pollinating plants, providing food for other creatures, and recycling waste. But many insect populations are dropping about 10 to 20 percent in a single decade. Insects face multiple overlapping threats, including the destruction of wild habitat for farming, urbanization, pesticides, and light pollution. For example, butterfly numbers have fallen by 50% in the UK and the Netherlands in recent decades. The effect of climate change is still a big unknown. Insects are particularly susceptible to drought because their bodies are all surface area with little volume. Creatures like dragonflies and damselflies can die in an hour with really low humidity. The authors say that governments must take steps to reduce the impacts to insects from farming and that individuals can help too by re wilding gardens, cutting pesticide use, limiting outdoor lighting, and changing their attitudes toward bugs. The Navajo Nation announced that it has settled with mining companies for damages caused by a 2015 spill that polluted rivers in three western states with a bright yellow plume of arsenic, lead, and other heavy metals. The Associated Press reports that the spill released millions of gallons of wastewater from the inactive Gold King mine in southwestern Colorado. Sunnyside Gold Corporation, which owns the mine but did not operate it, will pay the tribe $10 million. 
accident occurred when a crew hired by the EPA was trying to excavate an opening in the mine in preparation for a possible cleanup. The wastewater made its way into the Animas River and eventually down to the San Juan. Water utilities were forced to shut intake valves and farmers stopped drawing from the rivers as the plume moved downstream. The tribe said that toxic water coursed through 200 miles of Navajo lands. The president of the nation said that entire communities and ecosystems were damaged and that this settlement is just the beginning. The tribe's claims against the EPA and its contractors remain pending. There's a plant that grows in the coastal waters of the Mediterranean called Neptune grass, and it forms beautiful lush meadows that sway in the currents. When old leaves shed from Neptune grass, they create Neptune balls, fibrous bundles that get tangled up with other natural material on the seafloor. But sometimes, according to a new study, the balls gather up unnatural material too, plastic. Researchers studying the grasses off the coast of Mallorca, Spain, found that Neptune balls may be collecting nearly 900 million bits of plastic in the Mediterranean every year. But the plants aren't only capturing plastic, they're also removing it from the water. The balls typically come loose, especially during storms, and wash up on beaches. The researchers found plastic pellets, cosmetic microbeads, and polyester fibers from clothing in half the Neptune balls they collected. Before its newly discovered ability to trap and eject plastic, Neptune grass was hailed by conservationists for providing habitat for marine life, stabilizing shorelines, and sequestering carbon. The team hopes their findings will bring more protections for seagrass, which has been in decline due to development, boat traffic, and rising ocean temperatures. But they say the best protection strategy for all marine environments keep them plastic-free in the first place. And finally, some news if you are a connoisseur of truffles. Not the chocolate confections, but the prized fungus sought after by gourmet chefs that can sell for up to hundreds, if not thousands of dollars per pound. Climate scientists in the Czech Republic wanted to see how two prestigious black truffles, the Perigord and the Burgundy, would fare with global warming. Truffles grow very slowly in the root systems of trees like oaks and hazelnuts and are found in temperate areas of Europe. The researchers wanted to predict how future climate conditions such as temperature, precipitation, and soil pH would affect their viability. They created climate models assuming low, medium, and high emissions of greenhouse gases. The result, as EOS magazine explains, Perigord truffles benefited from all three warming scenarios. They found that there would be many areas highly suitable for growing them, whereas the outlook for burgundy truffles was less clear-cut. Given that truffle farming can be extremely lucrative, it appears that climate change could have at least a culinary silver lining, and the scientists say their findings should inspire more conservation of these woodland areas. Bon appetit, and we'll catch you next time.